Hey everybody, super exciting news. The sequel to my first book, Heart and Soul Fist, is available now. It's called Spirits of Summer and it picks up where the last book left off. Um, how about a, a dramatic trailer reading? Jane is getting used to her new powers while she tries to live a perfectly normal summer vacation. While learning about the other spirit clans, she's ambushed, disrupting her connection to the Guardian power. Jane has to find a way to reconnect with her new power while saving people from spirits, hunting down her attacker, and conquering her most difficult task yet, impressing her boyfriend's friend group. Spirits of Summer is a book about battling spirits and trying to enjoy the carefree days of summer. It's a book about family, friends, love, reputation, anxiety, and balance. So there's a link to the book in the show notes, or you can get straight to it by going to the newly updated SilZeroMedia.com, that's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O, and you can click the link there. Now, if you haven't read the first book, Heart and Solfice, that's okay, because from today, July 29th, 2021, until August 2nd, 2021, the book is available for free. That way you can totally catch up and be part of the cool crowd, and then you can read the new book. Oh, also, while you're at SillZeroMedia.com, you will see our new logo, which means new merch. Uh, you can now get t-shirts, masks, uh, pins, stickers, and so on with our new logo on it. The new logo is black and white, but it also comes in the standard SillZero yellow and black, the uh, favorite so far, the Twilight Tazi space purple and sparkles, or also a Spice Wolf red and steel. So go check that out again, SillZeroMedia.com, and you can click on merch. Oh, you can also get uh, merch with Jane from that book series on it. It looks really good. I'm, I'm kind of impressed with it. So yeah, recap. New book is out. Please buy it today or tell your friends about it. Um, and if you or your friends haven't read the first book, the first one is free from today, the 29th until August 2nd, 2021. And there's new merch in the store. Thank you all so much for listening and for reading my stories. It really means a lot to me. I have even more plans, so I hope you'll stick around and see what comes next. Okay, that's it for ads. Time for the show. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Silhouette Zero, and I'm your host, GM, Chris Ng. I'm the brother of the player, Matt. Whoa, you did that backwards. You mean the correct way? <laughs> Wait, what? The what? intro used to be, I'm the GM, Chris, and this is my brother, the player, Matt. Yeah, but you haven't said that. I never said forever. it. You're the one that switched it that one time, and then we just ran with it. Oh. And this All is right. the player, or th this is the player, the brother, Matt, is what you said. And okay. And that's how I it became a thing. I guess that's how this episode is going to be. We're going to correct all of our wrongs. <laughs> we're going to go back and we're going to fix all of the continuity errors. I don't have that much time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and I'm the player, yeah, the brother a, Matt. The, the little peek behind the scenes of this is kind of a weird energy episode because uh, A, this is a second episode we're recording in a row and we have not done that in like a year. Which means I'm warmed up and annoying. <laughs> And number two, it's three o'clock in the afternoon, which we have never done. I'm pretty sure we've done somewhere around here similar back when we would record literally at your place. <laughs> okay, yeah. So like season one was probably the last time we recorded not in the evening. Yeah. 
So um, I'm, I'm doing some traveling in July. So I'm trying to bank some stuff up, which is why we're here. So he made time for me. I did. I sent my wife and children to the beach without me. And I said, I have to record podcast episodes, people. <laughs> I'm sure everyone rolled their eyes collectively. <laughs> Family time is already booked for the month. Be gone. <laughs> Interior, Twilight Imperator. Main hangar, there are seven constructor cubes. In a stroke of why can't you wish for more wishes, Kobe realized he can make more constructor cubes out of the constructor cube and has done so. Right now, every mechanic from Contobite, every pod race jockey, every anybody who understands how to put things together is aboard the Twilight Imperator. The constructor cubes are cranking out the missing components that this rundown Nebulan B frigate is missing. And um, basically the entire mechanical force of Contobite is now focused on making this ship battle ready. More battle ready than it's ever been, probably. <laughs> the camera pans around, you see all these people rapidly putting things, there's welding going on outside, turbo lasers are being reintroduced, power levels are being fixed. You know, cores are being upgraded, that sort of thing. At the bridge is Colonel Mismas, who is uh, overseeing this rapid upgrade and retrofit. But at the same time, um, as she finishes kind of going over the latest report, she walks into the, the primary briefing room where Click, Kaz, Maharo, and Joza are having a meeting. In this meeting is Tazi, Reina, and on the holocoms is Marina, Maharo, and Captain Hasquire, who is um, securing a few things on the planet, but is ready to go aboard the frigate at the same time. There's also Gager on the holo call as well. And uh, Reina is kind of going through all of the information that you've pulled together here. All right, well, first things first, we've compiled all the information you got from your trophy data calls, the information that Kaya left behind. It has brought us to a particular set of hyperspace coordinates. Although we don't know what's awaiting us there, we can assume it is the facility that is shown in the holographic recording, uh, the part that Kobe's memory is missing. So we can assume that this is going to bring us directly to their base of operations, which I would logically assume is where they took her. The question now is sort of, um, what do we do about it? We attack them and get my daughter back? <clears throat> um, Uncle Click, I, I don't want to be the one to uh, rain on your parade, as it were. And and believe me, I am extraordinarily grateful for all of this uh, stuff you're doing to the Twilight Imperator. I don't know if it's ever been this well-armed. But? But it's it's still a frigate fighting a Star Destroyer, Uncle Click. I, I can't take it on in a head-to-head -head fight. Well, we've got a frigate against a potentially not up to par Star Destroyer with some fighters. Yeah, and on top of that, I hit it real good with the uh, Exile Cannon, so it is definitely not in ship shape. I mean, are you doubting the power of a Kobe mom? No, Miss Tazi, I am not really doubting anything. I'm just telling you it's a frigate. It's a Star Destroyer. They just, you know, on paper, it's not a good fight. Yeah, but we've got better fighters. 
about that, we don't have a particularly large complement of fighters, although we could scrounge together probably a squadron or half squadron of X-Wings and A-Wings. Um, That's more than issue, enough. Perhaps if we had pilots. What do you mean if we had pilots? We've got an entire planet of pilots. You have an entire planet of pod racers. That's a little different. No, it's not. Click, we have to be honest. I don't think everyone is capable of transferring their pod racing skills into fighter combat skills the way you can. Why not? <laughs> look, buddy, I, I, okay. Here, let me help you visualize this. Picture Victor Vimthrottle. Uh-huh. Now, now picture him flying an X-Wing. <laughs> he crashed. <laughs> okay, do you see the point now? Well, he's a terrible pilot. <laughs> right, well, I'm sure we can get some volunteers. I have already put the word out, and, um... We are currently evaluating the combat readiness of the potential volunteers. Mariner, uh, time chimes in. Uh, in Mariner's hollow projection, she gets shoved out of the way. Hey, 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 you do your thing. I'm, I'm gonna fight too. I'm ready. I haven't been in an X-Wing forever, but I'm totally ready. See, even Renatar is gonna fly. Rush, if you push me again, I'm gonna turn on my lightsaber. I swear I'll do it. Sorry, sorry. Hey, Rush, come back. <laughs> No, we need him. Were you not paying attention? We need that one. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Old habit. So the plan is that we're going to jump in with our frigate and then use our X-Wings and then blow up the Star Destroyer. Well, yeah. I mean, frigates are ideal for taking care of their fighters. Our fighters are good at taking care of their capital ships. Right, but then we have to make sure we get Yatada off first. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're going to have an elite strike force. Primary job of the fighters is to cripple the ship entirely. Can't have it skipping through light speed again. Okay, yeah, actually, this is, this is good. I should probably write this down real quick. Um, so here is what you have on hand. You have stormtroopers. You have a shock, shock team of Mandalorians. Um, you do have a small, well, probably like, I don't know how Star Wars divides up their troop number counts. I would say probably 50 uh, illegal battle droids still. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty fragile, so not all of them made it through the battle, but you got about 50 that still work. Some members of the security force said that they're willing to go on this mission. Did Bino offer to go? Um, no. He said he was going to stay here, for sure. <laughs> and he certainly didn't take any personal sense of responsibility for letting Kaya get taken. Nope, not him. He's A-OK, -okay, ready to go. Ah, uh, good. <laughs> oh, boy. Door opens. It says, yeah, I'm getting a transmission. <laughs> a transmission? From who? Uh, little Jawas. <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> He plugs into the hollow projector uh, in the center. Um, hi, Mom. It's, it's Vera. How's it going? What? Kobe? Where are you getting this transmission from? Don't knock on us, Kobe! <laughs> He's silent. Benny, this is a recording. A and B, we're going to knock on ourselves because we have to tell them where we are. All right. Okay, Kobe. I release you from your bond. <laughs> From the same location as the the map coordinates? How did they get there? Okay, so funny story. We accidentally stowed away on the Star Destroyer before it left. 
we're gonna rescue them. And then I'm gonna kill them. That seems counterintuitive. But hey, um, so yeah, we kind of need you to pick us up. But, um, I know this is like a Star Destroyer, it's really bad, so we've uh, got a bunch of information for you. Uh, so in this data packet that Kobe's receiving, there's also a, um, packet of the current, uh, damage comp, uh, the current damage level of the Star Destroyer from the Exile Cannon. Really good shot, by the way, Mom. Um, really hit him good. Um, and then also the approximate complement of the fighting force. Uh, we also messed with their targeting computer a little bit. And uh, what else did we get? What, what, what else did we do? Oh, uh, yeah, here's the exact coordinates for the, the hyperspace thing. And yeah, we're just going to sit tight here. <laughs> you forgot to tell her about the platform. We're going to go see animals. I have grenades. Stop, Rizzy. We're not going to the platform. What? Okay, we're gonna... You said we were going. <laughs> okay, alright, fine. You know what? Mom's gonna be mad anyway. So we are gonna go to the platform because we found some information that there's some kind of creepy experimental monsters over there. So we're gonna check that out. Um, and then probably mess with the platform systems a bit too. Oh, uh, there's also a external scan of the platform included in this data. So you'll have that to go off of. Hopefully we'll be able to send you another transmission before you guys come do the counterattack. Um, because I assume it's going to be like Click's counterattack, because that's just probably something we do. Like, rah, rah, you got me, I'm going to get you back times five. And we want uh, them to do this. All right, I forgot. Um, uh, uh, can, uh, can you delete that part? Of course, I will absolutely delete that. 100%. Okay, thanks, Wittershins. Um, okay, yeah, so if we get a chance, we'll send you another communication, and if not, um, hopefully we didn't die in the meantime. Wait, why did I say that? We're not gonna die. Everything's fine. In fact, you should be proud of us. Yeah, I got a bigger gun. Don't show Mom a bigger gun! I didn't, I didn't tell her she should do that. That's not my fault. Don't make me, this is not my fault. That's your fault. You asked for the gun. It's a weak way gun. Look! Okay, that's enough. Okay, we're just gonna shut it off. You. That was a lot to take in. I'm gonna kill them. I'm gonna put him in the exile cannon. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's not let's not do any decisions that we're going to regret later. Hmm. Hmm. Let's uh let's all just uh be grateful for all this data. Kobe, put up the data. Oh, that cannon's for exiles only. <laughs> not now. Click. Deal with that later. Uh, it's important. She's just upset. Haven't you ever been upset with your daughter? At her? No. Uh, whatever. Okay, look, we, we've got the better sense of what we're doing now, so we can make a better plan. Perfect, right? Great. Um, hey, Kaz. Yeah? Why do I get the sense that, uh, our part of the plan is gonna be extra dangerous? <laughs> oh, we're 100% gonna be the elite strike force. <laughs> But there's, there's Mandalorians and Stormtroopers and illegal battle droids. Why do we gotta go? Because we'll be with them. And because we're fusers. Yeah, it's going to be a fuser fight. And we have the best track record of killing fusers. Yeah, we do. Also, we never figured out how they were able to do that whole Grand Army of the Dead thing. So there's probably a fuser power in play that we don't understand yet. Uh, maybe I can get an upgrade. Can we get, can we get some more guns or something? You have like the best gun money can buy. Yeah, but that constructor cube can make another one, right? Um, I guess. So I could have two. One for each hand. Can you dual wield? Uh, I've never done it. Oh, 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 I could get one of those droid arms that shoots for you. <laughs> I mean, technically, yes, your armor is modular. 
Yeah, I still have the jetpack on it. <laughs> Can we maybe talk about possible upgrades later and focus on the mission? Oh, right. Sorry. Won't the upgrades be what kind of dictates how the mission works out? Oh, right. Sorry. I'm just jealous because I can't get any upgrades. You already have, like, the best armor. Yeah, but I don't even need the armor because I'm blaster proof. Hey, I've got a question. Does your power work on lightsabers? Um, you know, I've never tried it. Should we try it? I'm gonna say no. Don't try that. <laughs> well, no, but if she holds it and it doesn't drain, then I think it's safe to save, say that the power from the lightsaber is not drainable, right? Um, maybe. But she has also focused harder sometimes to drain more, so... Let's see if you can even hold a lightsaber. Here. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Will you store yourself into a corner? <laughs> or give the Mandalorian a dangerous tool? <laughs> well, either way, I'm putting myself into a, a bonus or a risk. Yes. <laughs> Which is why I'm doing it. This is why I've been avoiding this. <laughs> Welcome to Matt thinking again. I was trying to leave it as Schrodinger's power so that I could use it as I needed it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Here you are, calling me out. Oh, yeah, no, I've been waiting for a while. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um. So the one thing that I have established is that large sources of power are essentially immune to Jojo's ability. So, like, the ship. ship's power right. core, right? Anything that's ship size or bigger can't be absorbed unless she's actively trying. Because she did yank all that power out of that one core during the, the robot trash fight. fight. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, Champion of Trash? Tournament of Trash. Tournament of Trash. So lightsabers are, of course, powered by kyber crystals. Kyber crystals are, of course, what power the Death Star laser. <laughs> right. Um, so in universe, probably one of the, if not the most powerful source of energy in the galaxy, because it's also what powers the, um, star killer base. Huh. Um, which if you played, what's that one? Uh, fallen order. I have not. Oh, you haven't played fallen order. Um, so there was a lot of speculation that, uh, star killer base was Ilum where they would grab the, mm. the Jedi would get their lightsaber crystals. Mm -hmm. And then in fallen order, they made that cannon. Huh? Cause your character goes back to get a lightsaber crystal. Cause your lightsaber is broken or something. I forget what the plot point is. Um, and then on your way out after getting it, there's a giant <laughs> like Imperial construction site. <laughs> and you're like, um, what? <laughs> and, and you're on the equator of the, uh, the, the star killer base. So they actually did glue all of that together. Um, so I guess, theoretically, really, a lightsaber probably is too strong for her to absorb. Okay. What's her brawn again? So she clicked, um, let me pull it up. It's ridiculous. I know that. Four. But we're, we're owed some XP. We need to do that. So we're woefully behind. What's the, so uh, what's the rule in dual wielding melee? Oh, boy. Now that's a question I have not, I used to know that rule. Now I don't remember. I mean, you can look it up in post. Uh, okay, well, I, okay. <clears throat> because, well, yeah, I'll have to look it up in the Force and Destiny rulebook because this is Wink's lightsaber you're giving her, right? Yeah, so it's like a short sword. Yeah, so it's the lightsaber Shota, which actually is easier to dual wield because it's meant for the offhand. So I'll have to look it up later. But anyway, she holds it, clicks it on. <laughs> Everyone stares at, the, at her. Right, sorry. Probably shouldn't turn on a lightsaber in the middle of the briefing. You were just curious about something. 
I got a lightsaber. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, great. Turn it off. Sorry. Do you want it back or? Um, I think you should probably hold on to it for the grand assault. Oh, all right. Good idea. I'm not exactly trained in swinging stuff. Okay, here's how I think we should do it. We basically have to do this in three parts. It's a three-way attack. First is the space battle. Click will be the um, leader of, what are we calling it, Ghost Squadron? Of course it's Ghost Squadron. Right, of course. Uh, so, uh, the Twilight Imperator and Ghost Squadron will leave the assault here. <laughs> Jumping out of hyperspace. Ghost Squadron's purpose is to engage the Star Destroyer and to hunt down the... and to disable the exterior defenses that the platform might have that we don't currently know about. The frigate's job is to attack the starfighters. Uh, the fighters are also supposed to be crippling the hyperdrive if possible. Once we get confirmation either way of um, Kaya's location, the either the platform or the Star Destroyer, it will be able to be destroyed. If I had to take a guess, I would imagine that Kai has been moved to the platform. There's no way that Zammer uh, moved all of his equipment onto a Star Destroyer if he already had a base, and um, he did go through quite a bit of effort to get her. Yes, I think I would have to agree with Gage's assessment of the situation. More than likely, the Star Destroyer will be a free target, but obviously we don't want to act on that until we have confirmation. Exactly. Uh, how are we going to get confirmation of that? When we find her. Actually, that's kind of our job, isn't it? I mean, your mum's got to be a fuser. We should be able to sense her. Hmm. Can we sense them if they're, like, passed out? Do their powers have to be active? Are their powers active when they're sleeping? I don't know. We've never really tried it. Mahara, take a nap. Okay. <laughs> Gonna try real hard to sleep, and then we'll see if it works. He has the conscious... Oh, right. Sensing him. Okay. Yeah. In any case, we should be able to use the um, smuggler's ace to fly by... The Star Destroyer, and if we don't sense any fuses, then we'll know it's good, right? Unless the ship has several fusers, and you have no way to distinguish. Yeah, it's true. I mean, how do we know we're not going to end up fighting a whole army of fusers? They have all of those monsters. Could have stabbed everybody by now. Yeah, but the fact that they're shipping them out everywhere, rather than just pulling their forces in and having them undergo it. Plus, they didn't do that to attack Kanto Bite, so there must be something... Holding him back. And there must be a reason that uh, they needed Kaya. Hey, Gager, what's up with that? Not quite sure. Um, I believe the cure that I developed does have something to do with the fact that, um, as I said way at the beginning, there's some sort of uh, hive mind mentality that I believe resonates even further than normal distances. Uh, typically accounted for because of the connection to the Force. Um, so it's possible that... That concentration of monsters has um, become important. Maybe even made it the new queen. In some varieties of insectoid creatures, uh, when a when a queen dies, another of the species goes undergoes a rapid metamorphosis and becomes the new queen. That's that's what's happened here. They need Taya to control all the monsters properly. That's a creepy thought. Mm, not one that's scientifically validated either. I'm a little disappointed in your methodology, Doctor Gager. Constructs here, Dr. Rayner. How else am I supposed to go off of it? It's just a theory. Okay, can we peer review later? Let's keep focus <laughs> here, huh? Chop, chop. Next up on the list here. So, um, we're going to have to verify one way or the other. We're going to have to... And flying by is not guaranteed. So we're going to have to divide up our shock troops. 
Uh, stormtroopers, no Star Destroyers better, so we'll send the Stormtroopers there. Make sense? Yeah. And uh, we'll back them up with the police force. So the Stormtroopers and the police force attack the Star Destroyer on the boarding party after the fighters have uh, crippled the, def the exterior defenses. Meanwhile, the Mandalorians and our illegal battle droids will attack the... will board the platform and um, conduct the search this way. We're also going to need two other strike forces on this... Uh, two specialized strike teams on this. Strike team uh, one will be Kaz. This is going to end up being a fuser fight, so we better send our fuser hunters over to do it. Right. That'll be you three, and if you can convince uh, Ruby to go along. Okay, I'll uh, try. Specialized strike force number two will be me, and I assume Tazi to go get her kids. Oh, we're gonna get them, all right. Oh boy, when I get a hold of them. Uh, Marina, are you able to go with them? Yeah, no problem, I'll go with them, but uh, there's two things we I've been thinking about that we haven't accounted for. First, when we first picked, when you first picked me up on Onderon, it was what um, Wink said to you that her ability was being used. Right. Well, Wink had the ability of uh, Force Farsight. She can look long distances as long as she was connected to a virgins of the Force. And then, of course, there was the other guy, uh, Amanda Ordo. He was known in the Jedi Order as being um, Force sensitive, but he never had any interest in actually developing his powers. But he had really strong um, future vision abilities. So you're saying they're going to have all intel before we get there? Um, I'm, I can assume, I would say we should assume they're going to know what we're planning before we get there. There's going to be no element of surprise. But interpreting force visions of the future is not easy. We're not going to know exactly what we're going to do. And the future is always in motion. So it's not an impossible fight. Just be prepared for maximum resistance. So what you're saying is, this is a job for a Kachak. Yeah, I think so. If anyone was going to pull this off, it'll be you and Kaz. That's easy. Predict this. Oh, <laughs> uh, what do you need from me in terms of finances, mercenaries? I mean, whatever you can spare in terms of manpower or space power. Hmm. Well, the one thing I did start doing was working on the buyout of the stocks for uh, Dayway Traders. So... I shut down that end of the operation. That girl you hired, the accountant, man, she's been real helping me getting the inner workings of their corporate structure, so. Oh, good. We're going to get them in the stock market. Right. Well, it stops their supply. Yes, Jinko, don't underestimate that kind of work. It may not be exciting, but it is necessary. Fine, fine. Aharo's got the corporate end covered. Good. Although, I guess it'll help cut off any reinforcements, so that'll help. I mean, we'll take them if we've got enough uh, pilots for them. Yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. Uh, they were like, mm -hmm. I bought them during uh, one of the disarmament sales. Hey, they're disarming the galaxy and they're selling them? Well, they're not supposed to sell them, but if you know the right people. <laughs> All right, three-way attack plan. I don't know if there's any other better way to handle this. But if you can think of it, now's the time to mention it. I feel like straightforward is kind of the best move at this point. Besides, we'll remain fluid. All right, then. Nothing to do than to continue preparations. We'll get the frigate up to maximum armament. Everyone get some rest. We will organize communication reins, um, assign people to the frigate as necessary. Gonna miss Moss, I assume that you'll be able to train the individuals that we get. We have plenty of formal, uh, former rebels and 
Imperial agents alike on Contobite. Lots of people trying to escape their past. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, whatever skilled people or even unskilled people will make it work. You know how to run a capital ship? Of course, Uncle Click, I am in command of the capital ship. No, you've been command of work. a skeleton crew. I'll, it'll be fine, Uncle Click. Once you've got someone better to do it. Uh, well, we really don't. Not really, no. <laughs> Can you try at least sprinkling in a few ah, ah, ahs here and there? <laughs> sure, Uncle Click. We're going to get them. It'll be a great victory. Ah, ah, ah. Oddly enough, that helped. <laughs> All right, three to one break. Everyone starts dispersing to their random jobs and tasks. Mara is still laying on the floor. I don't think it's going to work, Mara. You can't just sleep on command. <laughs> ah, fine. <laughs> I'll try it later. Oh, actually, Kaz can try it later. He always sleeps for like 15 minutes. That's true. But we should go find Ruby. Yeah. Do you really think she'll come along? She hasn't really talked to us since we got back. I mean, with good reason. But maybe she's, you know, needs an outlet. I mean, worst case scenario, she says no, and we just move on. Yeah, all right. Okay, let's do it. You guys, um, hmm, well, let's see. Where Logically, where would she be? She'd probably be back on Contobite. So <clears throat> you've been given uh, the smuggler's ace to use as necessary while, during your preparations. Mm. Rusty will just pilot you wherever you need to go. So you get on the ship, head down to the surface. Uh, you find her in the room in the mayoral mansion that she's been staying in. Oh, it's you guys. Hey, Ruby. What do you want, Kachak? Um, so we're doing a grand assault on the people who created these monsters. Uh-huh. We mean the consortium? Yeah. Um, I was... How come nobody else is using that phrase? Well, we don't know they're, they're not using that phrase. We don't talk to them. Yeah, but we didn't even bring it up during the, the briefing. Should we have brought it up during the briefing? I can't see how that would affect anything. Yeah. No, 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 this is not the time. Don't distract. Sorry. Yeah, stop taking advantage of my easily distractible nature. Um, anyway, so, Ruby, we were wondering if maybe you would be willing to come help us fight them? So you killed my sister and you want me to help you kill other people. I mean, it sounds bad when you put it out in words. <laughs> Look, I'm not stupid, Kaz. I've been thinking about this. I know she had a, a choice and she made her choices and I had a choice and I made my choices and... All this would come down to the fact that these guys created these monsters in the first place. Yeah, I really want my revenge, but I don't know. It's hard to let it go, you know? I get it. I don't respect it. I just, you know, I had to ask. Uh, but then if you get revenge without me, I'll be mad. I don't know how... Are we in sunlight? Well, I mean, we'll be on a space station. Well, I'm not going to be much use to you, but... There's star radiation in space. There's windows. Jawas mentioned that there's like experimental creatures, so maybe there's like a sun lamp. We could we could grab a sun lamp. Oh right, artificial sun. Huh. I've never tried that actually. Hey, all I can do is bring ghosts, and I'm still going. So, <laughs> actually, hey, isn't uh, isn't there like a drawl that loves to build weapons or something around here? You mean a drawl that likes to build weapons? Yeah, my dad told me, uh, back when your dad, when your grandpa was collecting draw, there was like one who was good at cybernetics and one that was good at xenobiology. And there was one that was good at weapons. Yeah, we, you know, we should ask about that. <laughs> Come on, let's, uh, let's see if we can get you a fake sun generator. 
So because you can't fly the smuggler's ace around, uh, Cliff is also on hand for you to, to transmit, transport around the planet if you need to. He comes by with a speeder. Uh, you know, this is a little awkward for me, I gotta say. Why? Well, I don't, I don't usually fly the speeder when, when someone else is in it. Would it make you feel better if I flew it? No, I mean, I, I, I can't impose that on you. I'm just saying, like, your grandfather Cliff? hires me to... Cliff, yeah. can you fly the speeder? Of course I can fly the speeder. I gotta fly the speeder to him. Okay, okay. Right? I just need, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> kind of a question. Yeah, I can fly the speeder. I'm just saying, it's, it's, you want, I want to fly the speeder so good. you never seen a speeder flown so good. <laughs> okay, okay. You do your thing, Cliff. <laughs> yeah, I can fly the speeder. What a kids these days. Can't believe it. I, I think you made him mad. It's fine. Yeah, I, I know how to fix this. Yeah. You keep this up. No tip. <laughs> Rude, self-entitled punks. I don't think that helped. It'll, it'll help later when I give him a big tip. <laughs> so you, you threaten the tip, but then you give it to him. Keeps him on edge. This is what dad says. I don't know. That sounds very bad. I don't really know anything about business, but that sounds really abusive. Yeah. Oh, uh, never mind. I'm going to give you a big tip. You don't pay me. Why not? Because I... What? I'm not a taxi driver. Ugh, never mind. Just just be quiet. I'll drive. Just don't talk to me. <laughs> oh, right. The taxi. You don't talk to the driver. Hmm, that's true. I never talk to the driver. I think it's a rule. <laughs> Ruby just look at shaking her head like you bunch of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you land on sort of the outskirts of the city of Kanto by it's a lovely little cottage. Uh, with a very expansive garden. You see a Redford drawl working away in the garden back there. You've heard stories of Quaru and her insane weaponry, but you've never actually met her before. Well, well, who's this coming upon my garden? Um, hi, uh, are you Dr. Quaru? One of the same, lad, one of the same. Hi, I'm Kaz, uh, Kaz Kachak. I was gonna say, you've got the looks of a Kachak about you. So, I don't know if you've been keeping up with current affairs. Oh, yeah, Gator's always coming by, chewing my ear off. <laughs> oh, fascinating carapace, this, and interesting in, uh, interesting telepathic behavior, that. I don't care, they're bugs. I meant more about we're, the attack on the planet. Oh, yeah, I saw that earlier. So we're we're attacking back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's in proper click fashion, I would assume, yes. You seem very unconcerned about all of this. <laughs> I'm sorry if that's rude. Oh, it's not rude, it's... Sort of the nature of being a mad scientist. I mean, I don't consider myself mad, but most people did. I mean, I, I, mean, I did a lot of the work on the Death Star laser. Would you like to work on something else, Mad? No, not really. This is a galaxy in a disarmament phase. What what purpose is there for a weapons designer in a disarmed galaxy? It makes it horrible. Well, my, you want to cry? My, my friend here can shoot lasers from her hands. Really now? Nope, nope, nope. I promised myself not going back into that. She's powered by All the sun. I care about his pumpkins. <laughs> Look at this pumpkin. Isn't it great? It's a pumpkin, oh, I guess. Is, is it really? It's not even pumpkin season. How do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> and look, fresh squash, tomatoes, some peas. You want some peas? Ruby, can you like shoot something? <laughs> she shoots a pumpkin. <laughs> hey! 
You can't be shooting my prize winning pumpkins. Give me that gun. What prize? We don't have any farm competitions on, <laughs> on Kanto Bite. Well, if we did, I'd definitely be winning. Well, yeah, because you'd hold the competition during a season that no one else can grow pumpkins. Exactly. Now give me a blaster. She doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't have my hand. It's her hand. I told you that. Hmm. Oh, if you keep shooting up my place, I'm going to call the police. They're not very nice or very effective. Or very on the planet right now. What do you mean? I mean, most of the police force is off, you know, on the offensive. Well, be going with you. Oh, I see you're trying to talk to Quaru. Ah! <laughs> yeah! Where did he come from? That was spooky. That was spooky. Hello. My name's Talaric. Oh, um, I'm doc Dr. Talaric? Yes, that's me. Just came by to pick up the pumpkin that I ordered. <laughs> Why aren't you guys, you know, working with your friends? Oh, I, I'm an expert in cybernetics. Not a lot to do in this thing. I did just get back from teaching a course at the university. You do know that there's a lot of pod racer injuries, right? Like cybernetics could be a big thing here. Oh, I know. I already sold all of, this, all of the designs to the local companies. Making replacement limbs is pretty easy when you're at my level. Well, how about an arm that can shoot guns automatically? So you're looking for some equipment that'll help out with your fuser abilities, yes? Well, no, I was looking for one that would work for his armor to shoot a gun. But if you have something that can work with her fuser abilities, that'd be great. Oh, no. All of that would be Quaru's specialty. Come on, let's go. He opens the gate and motions you to come in. <laughs> oh, um, thank you. Is there some sort of draw culture thing here that I'm not understanding? I thought I knew draw culture. I think they're just weird. Maybe everything I know about draw culture is they're just weird. Hello, Quaru. Ah, Talaric. Uh, you'll have to come back tomorrow for a pumpkin. These youngsters just blew it up. Wait, tomorrow? <laughs> yes, I saw. I don't really need a pumpkin that badly. I can wait. However, they will be launching their assault soon, and I think that you're being a little bit silly. I'm not being silly. Come on now. You've been keeping up on all of the goings-on. We all know because Gager talks our ear off about it. Yeah, so? I don't, I don't see what that has to do with me. Come on, Quaru. But I promised Rain I wouldn't do any more of the weapon designing anymore. We're not asking you to design a weapon. We're asking you to design a generator. Actually, this is perfectly in line with your actual, you know, hobby you've got going on here. We need something that can generate sunlight. Now, now, don't revert down to doing technicalities. We all know that Reyna's a bit of a bossy boots. <laughs> well, yeah, she is, but she's also been the most sensible. She saved our lives, so I felt like we kind of owed it to her. And she's right, we don't need Kanto Bite becoming a big mecca for weapon designers. And I mean, I am the best weapon designer in the galaxy. So if I started doing a whole bunch of stuff, you get a whole bunch of weapons people here. And then we turn into the other Kanto Bite. We can't stand that, right? Don't want to be attracting the First Order and Quaru. We know this is different. All right, fine. I've already built it. <laughs> You've already built what? Everything. Come on. What? In the shed. <laughs> you walk into a little gardening shed, she pushes a button, it lowers down into the ground. Look, the whole pumpkin growing sun ray was just a nice byproduct, but here it is. You see, there's like a set of armor. All right, there. That's a portable sun generator. It'll 
generate the correct light energy frequencies for sunlight that'll power up your super your your blaster abilities while you're in space or in the dark or I don't know in a cave you can be light years from sunlight you'll be fine as long as the power packs don't hold which it'll be fine because the power packs will definitely hold when did you make this and why did you make this I made it yesterday when I heard about the girl who could turn sunlight into blaster bolts <laughs> As like, what, uh, uh, intellectual exercise or? Well, obviously. Also, it was just an easy modification for the other suit I made. This one that generates a blaster energy wavelength so that it powers up Joza's ability whenever she wants. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you just say? How does that work with her Mandalorian armor? It's an underlay that you install. It's obviously easy. Look, it collect it's powered by this micro bead bracelet of kyber crystals fires a low level energy that's akin to being roasted alive by blaster bolts which won't hurt her at all but just give her a little super boost you just push the button right here on the wrist and zam she's all powered up so obviously i already made that part of the suit so why couldn't i convert it into sunlight it seemed really easy so i just made one and then turns out pumpkins like that kind of sunlight at the correct frequency so all i got to do is this like a tube throw a seed in and tomorrow there'll be a pumpkin. <laughs> Gardening's so boring. It's so easy. I don't think normally gardening involves building contraptions. Well, it does for me, and it's so boring. Everyone's always like, oh, Quaru, your, your garden's so beautiful. You spend so much time lovingly nurturing. No, I don't. I cheat. I cheat every second I get. <laughs> And I spend a couple hours every afternoon putting on my sun hat and digging around in the dirt pretending I'm doing something. So <laughs> that Raina doesn't get suspicious that I'm building contraptions down here. You live pretty remotely though. I mean, how would she know? Oh, she'll know. She always knows. Yeah, she always knows. Not only is she a bossy boots, but she's kinda nosy. <laughs> I'm learning a lot about Aunt Raina. So you've got one suit that powers up Ruby. And another suit that powers up Joza. Got anything for me? <laughs> well, it's a bit morbid. Does it involve, like, taking small samples of dead people around with me? Yeah, how'd you know? Okay, <laughs> never mind, I don't want it. Wait, now I'm curious, what would it do? Well, if it's just enough of the core part of the corpse, if it's close enough, you can summon up the ghosts you needed, right? If you just get enough correct corpses with all the correct abilities, that's just free ability central. Ooh, ooh, you could turn into a slurry and just put it in like a liquid tube. Of course. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> I'm good. Can't you just get me an auto shooting blaster arm? Oh, yeah, just take one from the chest back there. Oh, cool. Well, Kaz, anything you want? Because I'm breaking the rules anyway. I mean, honestly, I can't think of anything that I could use my powers with since it involves other people. Yeah, that's true. How about some just general upgrades on your blasters? That would be great. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Ah, Jinko's old things. He likes these. Yeah, great. I like peas, but that doesn't make them battle ready. <laughs> well, peas aren't normally a weapon. Quiet, I'm, I'm working. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the thing we said earlier that they're weird. Or maybe insane? Could be both. Ah, hey look, I got a robot arm. Or a droid arm. <laughs> Whatever, it shoots. All right, here you go. We'll upgrade the stats on that later, but 
Um, they're significantly improved. Um, one thing off the top of my head I know for sure is that they will be long range now instead of just medium. Okay. So holdout blasters usually top out at short range. Um, these were the special fancy ones Jinko had, which topped out at medium. Right. Now they'll top out at long range. So essentially blaster rifle stats, but in holdout blaster form. Ooh. And I don't know what the crit rating is, but it'll probably be a two now. Yeah, it's a three right now. Yeah, so we'll lower the crit rating to a two. What else do you need? Uh, portable shield launcher. I mean, I could use some armor. Oh, well, I mean, I don't really do armor. Do weapons. Built two power suits and a robot arm. Well, all right, fine. <laughs> so I dabble in armor. What do you want your armor to do? I mean, be stronger. <laughs> well, you want something like his, the modular auto zapping thing with a jetpack. No, not necessarily. I just need to be able to take a hit. How about the... I'm wearing heavy Beskar? clothes. <laughs> How about some Beskar? I got some extra Beskar. What? He, he can't just have Beskar. It's Mandalorian property. Ah, oh, whatever. Joseph, would you be mad if I had Beskar? <laughs> it's not Mandalorian property if I win it in its back, is it? Ah, ah. It's my property. I do whatever I want with it. I mean, I'm not one of those Mandalorians. I don't really care that much. I suppose to care. Forget. Well, as, as long as you don't look like a Mandalorian, that, that'll be fine. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I don't need it to be a Mandalorian lug. All right. Well, I'll get start, started on that. I'll probably be ready by uh, this afternoon. <laughs> she says she dabbles. Hey, what should we say when people ask where we got all this stuff? You tell them the great Quaru made it. Well, you do realize you that like, in the <laughs> people like Raina are going to be those people who ask, right? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Bring it on! Bring on the fury! Uh, Quaru doesn't have very good sense of moderation. That's what we like about her. Yeah, she went from fearing Reyna to now she wants the arm wrestle? <laughs> well, we'll sort out Reyna later. Besides, all of us Strahl really want this chapter of Damaril behind us. He was one of us after all. I'm sure Grandpa will make sure that uh, this chapter is closed. No, I don't think he will. I think that has to fall to you, young Kaz. Why me? This'll be a fuser fight, as I've heard. And you were the one that started it, so you have to finish it. I didn't start it's it, the they started it. Yes, but you were the first fuser after the whole incident. Hmm. And we have to be honest, your grandfather isn't as fighting fit as he used to be. I mean, you're right. He'll do a good job fighting in the Starfighter, but the rest of it has to lay on you. And my heavily combative friends here. Besides, we don't have to really think of it as closing the chapter on the Droll history. We're just rescuing your mum and my dad. Yeah, we're rescuing people. And I'm forced to go along. Otherwise, I'm cut off and stuck with only 300 million credits. <laughs> Which, again, we keep telling you, is enough to live off. <laughs> yeah, maybe for a year. What? I need to see your expenses sometime. It's, it's alright, just let him... Later. Anyway. This is a later thing. I get it. But later, we will. <laughs> you guys head back to the top of the back of the garden. Um, Talaric picks some fruit and then heads off, waves goodbye. The four of you are standing together. Ruby is looking very shocked wearing her new armor thing. How do you feel? Um, energized, I guess. This is weird. Which part? All of it. Well, this but, is life on a uh, Tonto Bite. 
Mm. You think there's a room for someone who's basically no skills other than swindling people and blasting things out of her hands? I imagine so. Hey, you'd probably make a good cop. They have to bring a gun. And like most of the time, they can't even disarm you. Look, I don't really know a lot about Kanto by it, except that it's a planet full of misfits, so you seem to fit the bill. Hey, we're changing. <laughs> we're more than just misfits here. Well, hopefully we'll survive this and then, you know, maybe I can find a spot here. I don't have really anywhere else to go. It's a big planet. One city. Well, and as we finish that scene, the, the four fusers walk along the country road back towards where Cliff is angrily waiting in the car. And um, there's a quick montage scene of everyone preparing for battle. Kobe overseeing the final upgrades to Twilight Imperator. Click inspecting the starfighters and the volunteer pilots. Jinko going over the plans again with the commanders of the Mandalorians, the stormtroopers, etc., etc. And we await the final confrontation of Silhouette Zero Season 3, The Chalk Crusaders. End of episode. Bottle preparation episode. <laughs> that was good though. I haven't. I've been waiting for someone to pull a, a, a pull on Quaru's thread. Yeah, I kept forgetting about Quaru. Why? Well, I was intentionally sort of not bringing her up. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is when you have a, a squad of uh, super genius draws. Um, if you use them too much, they can solve all your problems. But hey, it's the final battle. This is where you should get all the final upgrades. Yeah. Um, you know. So when the dice rolls happen later, there's no excuse in terms of, of gear preparation. Right. So here we are, leading up to the final few episodes. I um, hope you guys have been enjoying it. I hope you guys enjoy the conclusion um, of how this all plays out. Lots of uh, dramatic twists ahead. So buckle up. And in the meantime, um, when this episode comes up, my book, uh, Spirits of Summer, is probably out. Um, I, if it is, I will put a tag at the beginning, too, where you can get it. Uh, but check Twitter at Ing Daydreams or Silzero Chris, S-I-L-Z-E-R-O, or the website SilzeroMedia.com for more information about that book and where you can get it. It is the sequel to my first book, Heart and Soulfist. Um, I really like it. It's it's a summer read intentionally. I mean, it's called Spirits of Summer. It takes place during the summer. It's about summer. It's released in summer. So, you know, if you really want to max out on your summer vibes, uh, <laughs> buy this book because it'll get you... Um, fully in summer mode if you haven't gotten there yet already. And I'm here. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, we Twitch stream twitch.tv slash ingdaydreams and twitch.tv slash thebrothermatt and you can always find out more back background info and stuff, fun stuff at patreon.com slash soulzero. We do chit chat with Chris and Matt and then there's some other stuff I'm working on that'll hopefully be ready soon. So um, you can support us there. And until next time, may the force be with you. Goodbye. Uh, no, no, wait. Hold on. Even better. Wait, where, where's the button? Oh, here it is. <laughs> where's the button? <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's, not <laughs> that's a weird button to have. This one? No. This one? Is that Rush Renatar? Yep. Oh, it's Rush Renatar. Here it is. Now I'm completely blanking on what that draw's name is. <laughs> it's the Irish one. I know that. Yeah. There's a loo, loo, loo sound in it. <laughs> um, let's see. 
in my GM, old GM notes. Hmm. You have in the show notes, maybe? Yeah, I found it. Oh, you did? I found it in my, my season two <laughs> um, GM notes. Oh, okay. It's Quaru. Ah, uh, yeah. I knew it had an ooh sound in it. You take, let's see. You're out back on the planet. Um, shoot. Who, I gotta look. Who's, who's quick chauffeur? Cliff. That's right. Yeah. Cliff. 